Hello everyone and welcome to the Youth Cafe podcast. In this episode, we shall be interviewing the director and founder of the Youth Cafe, Mr. Willis Onyango. Feel free to plug in and don't forget to follow us on all our socials at the Youth Cafe. Welcome, Willis. Thank you so much, uh, Candy, and it's a pleasure to join the inaugural uh, podcast and have some good conversation. So today we're going to talk about the Youth Cafe and your journey in starting the Youth Cafe um, and everything beautiful about the Youth Cafe. Are you are you prepared? Ah, absolutely. I. Uh, I'm prepared to talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly. Awesome. So my first question to you is, um, please tell us the story that led to the establishment of the Youth Cafe. Absolutely. So the Youth Cafe, I uh, was born out of an idea uh, to foster youth engagement uh, in development processes mm-hmm. and uh, earlier on immediately after completing my <clears throat> university studies i had a unique opportunity to get involved in discussions that were centered around sustainable development goals and how those goals would look like at that time mm-hmm. uh, so that introduced me to uh, broadly, the world of international development, uh, the world of advocacy, the world of youth-led com- campaign campaigning mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. agitation, you know, posturing for um, <clears throat> inclusion of young people in okay. important important processes of their time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, after having that background. Uh, I naturally, I you know, go, oscillated towards uh, youth initiatives and youth projects and youth programs uh, at the international levels okay. most of the time, at the regional levels and and a bit at the at the local level. So, in 20, uh, 2012, mm-hmm. uh, when the whole uh, idea was conceptualized uh it was mostly you know focused on uh, an informal network of young people to give input on the on the processes that were gearing up to shape the sustainable development goals that were later on adopted in the year 2015. okay uh, but in 2013 we started thinking about having a structure around the organization and Uh, a bit of uh, thinking around sustainability and what you can do out of uh, all that exposure uh, and network that has been built. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that is when we first registered and incorporated in Kenya uh, in the year 2014. Mm -hmm. And initially the focus was very, very narrow, I would say. Mm -hmm. Uh, Only youth involvement in in governance as it were okay uh, but over the years um particularly after 
a nutshell that is quite a lot to unpack <laughs> and and it's 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 amazing um that the youth cafe has you know come up with a way in which youth can be included um because you know there's a narrative that the youth cannot be taken seriously or maybe you know um, the older generation feels like they need to make decisions for us. So the fact that, you know, one of the main agendas of the Youth Cafe is governance, you know, getting the youth involved in governance is a very um, amazing thing that you're doing at the Youth Cafe. So um, what was the greatest or what um, are the greatest challenges that you face with the youth cafe on a day-to-day -day basis from management or maybe even when you started um yeah the establishment of the youth cafe absolutely 
that's that's a great observation, Candy, to make. The the before I answer your question on mm-hmm. challenges, but the question of uh, issue of intergenerational uh, divide mm-hmm. is uh, is a real one. Mm-hmm. The the adults, the older generation, think they have all the solutions and they don't mm-hmm. view young people and their solutions seriously. Yeah. On the other hand, mm. the younger generation also view the adults very differently. And <laughs> I mean, this is manifested at a societal level. Yes. Generally, not even uh, within organizations. It starts from families. Even families, you know, most of the times there's a very big disconnect between children and their parents. That is true. Uh, their, their, their parents are either not there or their children, you know, do different things. Mm. They are almost almost strangers to one another. Yeah. So this is also manifested in the society generally, mm. how the society uh, looks at different generations and their roles in in, in different things to make uh, a, a well functioning uh, ecosystem of, of of life and where people uh, of all <clears throat> of all ages can peacefully live and coexist together. Mm. So we see this a lot. Mm. And it is also manifested in, in in also our work, as you as you as you, as, as you rightly point mm. out, is uh, when, for example, you write a policy document or a policy, it would you know most of the policy makers would end up being you know old, as you know mm. in Kenya for you know in Kenya for example, mm. you do a, a mini survey on the average age of, for example, the Kenyan parliament or the Kenyan senate, mm-hmm. they are they are generally old people, okay? Mm-hmm. And they think they have all the solutions, okay? Mm-hmm. They have knowledge, they have experience, which is true because they've been around, they have seen things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but young people, also, on the other hand, mm-hmm. bring bring new perspectives to the table. They, yes. have, they bring they bring as it were yes. uh, fresh, fresh legs to the to the race right <laughs> yes. so, so uh, i mean a mix of both because if you look at history even mm-hmm. history itself most of transformational work and and even revolutions or even innovations come from young people they don't yes. come from uh, from the the 50 year old or the 30 mm-hmm. year old or, or the 60 year olds mm-hmm. whether it is founding of facebook i mean if you look at all, all technologies they were founded by very young people sometimes extremely mm-hmm. young like 19 18 so i think this uh, the, the the energy and the cre- creative spirit mm-hmm. of young people has to be appreciated and nurtured yes uh, um, and and of course young people also have to to uh, to appreciate the older and respect the, mm-hmm. the, the elders who they are. They mm-hmm. start to benefit a lot from the mistakes they've made mm-hmm. and their own experiences so that they don't make the same mistakes. That is true. Yeah. So what is the challenge that the Youth Cafe has faced in terms of that? Have you received <laughs> so, uh, any um, backlash or have you received any roadblocks in, in, in light of trying to, you know, make the youth voice amplified? Uh-huh. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, this this goes uh, speaks to the issue of trust mm-hmm. and uh, first of all, trust of institutions. You know, um, there is also a disconnect between youth organisations and uh, and different other institutions, uh, even within uh, 
non-governmental organizations, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, and uh, it also speaks to the question of funding and sustainability because, you know, for you to have certain financing, you have to have some track record, right? Mm -hmm. And if you are a youth organization, for example, founded by, you know, maybe a 25-year-old or, or so, mm -hmm. uh, you still don't have a track record and mm -hmm. you uh, funders, most donors most of the time would not know you mm -hmm. and your work because there are people who they have, I mean, been working with for, for years. For years, yes. And so there are, there are those challenges. So you also depend uh, on maybe introduction, somebody who can say a good note about your work mm -hmm. to and I was to a donor, right? Yes. Uh, particularly the people who really know the people who uh, who also understand the the industry mm. and, and and the ecosystem. Mm. So that is that is that is one. Um, and we have faced these challenges in in initial times, but increasingly, I think we mm. we don't we don't face these challenges because we are also increasingly being seen as one of the leading youth organizations in Africa. Mm. And, and, and that has uh, led to, uh, uh, to uh, has brought some uh, some benefits with it. Mm. So um, how, how can you remedy that? Uh, for example, you have said that you have, um, as the Youth Cafe um, has already been in existence for a while now, but what of the case of an organization that has just started, how do they go about that? Just a word of advice. Yeah, um, I mean, it takes a lot of resilience. So that is one. Mm -hmm. And then the staying power, you cannot start, you know, for example, a community-based organization today mm -hmm. and expect to get uh, funding Results. the following day or even mm -hmm. next year, let mm -hmm. me say, actually, even in our years of existence, for, for three years, let's say three or four years, mm -hmm. let's say three years, we didn't have any funding. Mm -hmm. And then in one year alone, we had uh, lots of funding, and that also opened, opened lots of other doors of opportunities mm -hmm. for, for the same funding. So, uh, and it is because, it is not because we started and left or, or started and then after one year or two years, you know. <laughs> drop the button and mm. say, okay, let me, let me do other things. So I think uh, the resilience being committed to your vision mm -hmm. uh, is extremely very key because even when you start, uh, all these experiences can also be used to document your, your story, your journey, right? Mm -hmm. Whether mm -hmm. you face challenges or you face progress, those, those are part of the, of the story. Yeah. And everybody wants to hear that, whether they are financial institutions or yourself or anyone because you are coming from somewhere so you can't just you know start or found something and then expect miracles or expect uh, tremendous growth in mm. for example one year or two sometimes it could even be 10 years maybe mm. in our case it was just uh, less uh, a number of years mm. but uh, we are also you know ready and conscious of the fact that things to change and you know mm. uh, yeah and you, you have to adapt to the situations i think that message needs to be amplified louder towards um our quote-unquote microwave generation because we seem to want to have things easy and not realize yeah. that um you know there's a process 
and through those processes you learn and you grow so yeah we need to be patient as youth and we just need to trust that you know whatever we're doing is for a good cause and um, it will all just work out in the end so my next question for you is is there anything you are willing to achieve in the next years in regards to the youth cafe yeah absolutely so uh, the youth cafe, the youth, the youth cafe's work is uh, informed by um, uh, its strategic plan, mm -hmm. which was drawn in 2018 and is uh, lapsing in 2023. Mm -hmm. uh, so we have a five-year strategic plan mm -hmm. that has all our short-term and long-term goals, and as well as medium-term goals. Mm -hmm. uh, we would obviously want to first of all. Uh, uh, increase our impact mm -hmm. among among young people and 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 in, increase uh, the number of beneficiaries or the size of uh, the impact that we can have on young people mm -hmm. we would want to to expand to other countries as we co continuously get mm -hmm. inquiries to even open chapters mm -hmm. by the way uh, in other countries but we have not we have deliberately decided not to um, spread ourselves too thin mm -hmm. by opening a lot of chapters mm -hmm. so we would rather build a robust foundation first mm -hmm. and then we can think about uh, opening chapters much later mm. um, uh, yeah we are also uh, in the process of uh, of building a, a, lead, a youth leadership center which mm -hmm. we, we think will be uh, very transformative in terms of uh, equipping youngsters with skills for the 21st century uh, to make them leaders that mm -hmm. they should be and by by leadership uh, you don't need to be a lead you, you can be a leader in your community in your in your family in small units in mm -hmm. big units mm -hmm. in business in the in the in the non-profit sector in public service so uh, we think that uh, young people are the leaders of tomorrow mm -hmm. and we have to nurture that spirit and that talent and to instill in them principles and, and, and skills that can make them uh, prosper. Uh, mm. So what are some of the actionable and achievable activities um, that say the Youth Cafe are engaging the youth in providing <laughs> you know, a starting point for them? So, the Youth Cafe um, is involved in a lot of uh, uh, policy initiatives and interventions, um, uh, a lot of uh, capacity building uh, uh, opportunities uh, mm -hmm. for young people mm -hmm. to learn to grow themselves in in, in various uh, 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 skills. We have uh, uh, across the eight eight uh, programmatic areas we have active projects mm -hmm. on uh, on on mental health on young people's role in governance on research mm -hmm. uh, we, we we just uh, uh, signed a new uh, a new research project with USAID uh, as a part of a consortium mm -hmm. uh, for which we are very honored to be uh, to be implementing this in the in the coming years mm -hmm. uh, so we uh, and and of course there are various active projects and we have also inter intercutting or cross-cutting mm 
mm-hmm. uh, projects such as communication, such as, you know, for example, this podcast. I mm-hmm. think this podcast will be an opportunity to communicate mm-hmm. uh, youth issues and youth challenges and solutions to inspire exactly uh, the next generation of leaders across all our program areas, not defining one or two, but mm-hmm. almost fostering conversation across the important areas of our work. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and we similarly hope to uh, to also have a video component mm-hmm. uh, such that uh, uh, we have not only the podcast, but also video formats that can document the mm-hmm. stories of young people in, 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 in short films and documentaries and videos. Mm-hmm. And just adding on to some of the activities that the Youth Cafe is involved in, um, the Youth Cafe will also roll out um, a career transitioning program. So if you are a young youth and you are interested in adding to your skill, into learning what the job market requires of you, then do have a look at our website and get involved ask questions and we shall guide you appropriately so my next question to you is unemployment and corruption seem to be one of the key issues affecting the youth today is there something um done to curb this at the youth cafe <laughs> uh, absolutely so uh, unemployment as as you uh, stay s- said in your in your remarks about the career transition uh, program mm-hmm. um, actually we also call it youth employment services program mm-hmm. and uh, it was also informed by the data and statistics that was and inquiries that were continuing to bombard us every single day mm-hmm. about young people looking for jobs mm-hmm. uh, looking but also just practically from the experience that we have working with young people mm-hmm. many of them would apply for a position they don't present themselves very well mm-hmm. they they may be a students they mm-hmm. may be lawyers they may be architect but it doesn't come out their potential don't come out very easily mm-hmm. by just by just reading how they express themselves so mm-hmm. uh, we felt that uh, having a career transitioning uh, program that focuses on, on, of course, the two, the two areas that inform an economy mm-hmm. uh, in a region such as ours, the formal and the informal sector, and particularly more so the informal sector, because seventy mm. percent of the economy in a country such as Kenya mm-hmm. is driven by the informal sector. So these Very are, true. Mm. you know, skills such as plumbing, hairdressing, you mm. know. Uh, they constitute overall seventy percent mm-hmm. of contribution to the national economy. So, yes, uh, and yet they are, they are. It's not often. It's often overlooked. Mm. Uh, uh, but uh, on the other hand, there are also uh, the informal sector skills. You know, of um, <coughs> suitable for young people who have graduated or students who are hoping to graduate or mm-hmm. just young graduates who. Mm-hmm. Um, I need to refine themselves and you know their job seeking skills, mm. their communication skills, these mm. soft skills that they're working as part of a team or communicator, mm-hmm. uh, you know, critiquing um, are extremely very important and many often times they are not taught in in schools okay. uh, and the university. So the society has left it up to the young young person uh, mm. themselves to mm. 
you know to grapple with that pro- uh, 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 the challenge mm. do uh, you, so we think that mm-hmm. yes do you feel like the youth are not also engaging enough you know mm-hmm. it takes a lot of voices to 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 you know get the message heard so yes the youth cafe is being is actively involved but do you feel like in as much as we're empowering the youth are they equally taking up the mantle and taking responsibility mm-hmm. i think uh, the question of responsibility and uh, and the mantle is almost an individual question mm-hmm. uh, you know of course you'd find young young people who are very responsible, mm-hmm. some who are not really irresponsible. Even in their, <laughs> for example, job application, they would just drop a text that I need a job very, very urgently, you know. <laughs> so, and that is just a text. I'm living in so and such, such and such a place and I need a job very urgently. So they need a job, they have not even told you what they're studying, what they studied, and what they can do. Yes. And then sometimes you ask them, what can you do? Mm. No. First of all, give me a list of what you have available <laughs> so that I can do what I can do. Mm. So this is, this is, a, I would say, a very irresponsible kind of a, kind of a spirit. And on the <laughs> other hand, you those who are who are very responsible yes. for your information, not 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 even just maybe waiting to join uh, college, but mm-hmm. they already have a CV. Mm. Which is uh, which is very different because most of high school students don't even have a CV, mm-hmm. and yeah, they be ready with themselves and for any any opportunity that might arise. Mm. Uh, so, the level of responsibility of responsibility really really differs, and uh, I think young people also have to understand that the society and the world outside is extremely very competitive yes. and are not just drop in like, a text mm. and expect to get a job mm. uh, the following day um, and it is this uh, you know uh, quick win uh, mentality that uh, uh, makes them fall into very many traps of mm. of, uh, of ills of uh, get yeah, rich quick uh, schemes exactly mm. yeah. so um just to finish off what would you like to tell a young youth who's listening and you know um is looking for a way forward and it's maybe you know demoralized or maybe they feel like um the society is not you know taking them seriously absolutely so uh, uh, first of all i would say uh, I will talk about the opportunities to get involved with the youth cafe, for example, for young people mm-hmm. as uh, as a volunteer, as an intern, as uh, yeah, so that you are an active and productive citizen of your community, mm-hmm. uh, country, and continent. Mm-hmm. So that is um, uh, uh, Then, secondly, uh, uh, is to know that you know. In Kenya, for example, the average age is, is 19 years. So if you are a young person, for example, who have who's just graduated recently or is uh, waiting to seek some opportunities, mm-hmm. uh, the field is very crowded. So you have to stand out of the crowd. You have to be very competitive. Mm-hmm. You have to co- constantly learn, relearn, and learn, yeah, and be on top of market trends because mm-hmm. um, 
people who are of the same age as you mm-hmm. or who have done the same things as you mm-hmm. are very male. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as you probably know, uh, close to 80% of the entire country are, you know, there's yes. a population of age below 35. So mm-hmm. it means uh, for you to stand out and, and make and achieve, uh, you know, your full potential, mm-hmm. you have to, to work and stay committed to your to your purpose and what you studied and what your aspirations are but uh, uh, on the other hand i i think that young people are, are, are the future and there's nothing that they they can't do mm-hmm. you can get involved with the youth cafe as a volunteer or as an intern mm-hmm. um, and if qualified to do some some work mm-hmm. work as a consultant and very many opportunities that come uh, in the way mm-hmm. uh, uh, yeah and stay engaged ask questions uh, you can ask us questions mm-hmm. get in touch and uh, we look forward to uh, hearing or working together with you soon and a word of advice to the older generation concerning uh-huh. the youth for, uh, for the older generation is um, <clears throat> to appreciate the the potential of young people, but not only to appreciate, but also to make deliberate investments mm. uh, in young people, because most decisions in governments are made by old people, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, you know, investments th- therefore for youth initiatives are mm-hmm. very scarce. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, if you are an old person making a decision, you know, chances are that money will only go to the old people. You'll have you know funds for wazis, you know, mm. you know the. <laughs> But not 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 an equivalent form of funds for for example for for young people for unemployed young people right mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. I think should equally get uh, almost uh, the same or even more amount uh, as uh, the old uh, the older retirees get so mm-hmm. um, uh, is to recognize the potential of young people that uh, a nation can only be built by uh, its creative and energetic and in the interview mm-hmm. um, and foster a sort of understanding and harmonious constantly seeking to bridge mm-hmm. this this gene- generational divide that we we experience mm-hmm. um, uh, if you are in a, uh, an important position you know have a young person in your board mm-hmm. uh, appoint young people to have trust in them mm-hmm. mentor them mentorship directly mm-hmm when shown the right ways they can do uh, uh, they can Amazing perform things. themselves exactly so thank you so much willis and willis is our director if i did not mention and i just want to say that before we had this interview he he might have been a bit tense because he was asking for the questions but you have done well and thank you <laughs> for being our first guest on the Youth Cafe podcast and um, thank you to everyone who will be listening we will really appreciate your feedback and stay tuned for more
you so much, Candy, and the team. And I uh, can't wait to see what you can do together and uh, who uh, the other guests of the podcast will be. I I will be a, a subscriber number one. Thank you. <laughs> Rightfully yeah. so. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hello again, Candy here, and I was your host on this episode. If you want to know more about what the Youth Cafe is all about, do check out our website and follow us on all our social platforms at the Youth Cafe. We hope that you are motivated by this interview and we hope to hear from you. Do have a good one. Bye.